0: Can see. Yo 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 what's up everybody? Happy Tuesday. Happy summer. Am I coming in loud, Adam? I sound really hot. And maybe I'm hot because we're we are recording live sort of from the Cape. Cape Cod Mashby, Massachusetts. I'm here with my brother, Adam Yaz. That's right. Good morning. It is still morning. I've already forgotten to turn my phone off. Someone's texting me, but uh, this is a special edition of the Boston Podcast. First of all, it's Sports Tuesday, so as promised, we give you a dose of sports, some Boston sports. Uh, This is uh, Jimmy from Chelmsford. What the fuck are we going to do about the bullpen? I guess he wouldn't swear on sports radio, actually.
1: It's going to be terrible.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And Adam Yaz is in from California, as it were. The music that you hear in the opening and the close of this show is from his band, As a People. Hold on, let me just uh play a little bit if you if you forgot what it sounded like, it sounds like this. Does it bring back memories? Well, you don't sit around like listening to this, I take it, right? I don't. I
1: When I first wrote the demo or recorded the demo for that song, it was a lot more synthy. It was like a really kind of quirky Devo sounding 80s inspired tune and then when I brought it to the band it became what you hear there for good or for worse (laughs) or for not good yeah (laughs) but no um do I listen to this stuff no I I rarely will will put in
0: uh you don't go back and listen to your old stuff
1: I listen like sometimes. I'll listen to
0: musical version of masturbation.
1: La- the last band that I was in has some heavy stuff that I like to run to, but that's about it. I don't, I don't listen to it in the car or, or, or on
0: my bed with headphones. <laughs> I will occasionally go back and look at things I wrote when I was a writer for Lawyers Weekly. If it's something good, it might cheer me up. And, and uh, do you ever do, do that? Like you go back and you're like, damn, I was good. Or, you, no. or, is it, or is it possibly the opposite? It's,
1: it's a bit cringeworthy. It's like looking, really? at, looking at old photos. Right. Uh, I'll often listen to old demos for inspiration in terms of when I want to write some new stuff. But no, I, stuff that's done and that's that's not getting touched anymore. I'll just I'll just leave it to the cosmos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're down here uh, at the Cape, as I mentioned. It's the summer, obviously. Tonight is the All Star Game. And we're going to do a Red Sox All-Star trivia game. I'm going to quiz Adam on whether he can remember some of the uh, stranger <laughs> characters who were members of the, All- the American League All-Star team representing your Boston Red Sox. Don't guess anything yet, Adam. I can tell he's already like chomping at the bit.
1: Well, no, I'm just, it's, yeah. I think it's funny because my knowledge of Red Sox history stopped probably about 20 years ago, which which works perfectly for Good. this game because oh, yeah. I, yeah.
0: I, it's frozen in time. Well, yeah, and we're gonna go back. We're gonna. When, I'm not talking, uh, you know, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez. Anyone can sort of roll those names out. I'm talking about like back through the years, and uh, when the All Star Game it, to me anyway meant something, and it was fun to watch. We'll get to that in a minute, but just to stay on bands for a minute. So that the 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 song you you hear as I've mentioned many times now is Solomon by your your band As a People. Mm-hmm. You've also been in bands called Peloria, Leather Feather. You've got a solo effort you're working on now. That's right. Yeah. And sorry, you were saying?
1: I was going to start mentioning some of the other oh. b- bands that died. Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible death. Go ahead. Stalking Tom was another oh, yeah, that, that I joined in, in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And then I, I left that band to go to L.A. for the, the short-lived Eat the Day.
0: Eat the Day, that's right, with, um, what's his face, from uh, Limp Biscuit? Yeah, West, West Borland. Borland. West Borland, yeah. That's right. Adam, he Adam, yes, my brother right here, was almost one of the biggest rock stars in the world. To me, he still is, but he was going to be with the former, uh, uh, West Borland, the former dude from Limp Biscuit. Yes. And I say former dude because he's not a dude anymore, he's just a big jerk. No, You're he's a big not. jerk. No, he's I'm just an, kidding. He's I'm an, an inspiring guy, he's awesome. Okay. That's life in the topsy-turvy world of rock and roll, I guess. And and I mention that because I I happened to uh, read a Facebook uh, chain today posted by my friend Scott Schultz, who was... Do you remember Scott Schultz at all from uh, Camp Tel Adam? He was... uh, Maybe not. You might not have crossed paths with him. Heidi Schultz was his younger sister. Anyways, can No? Yeah? No,
1: I I remember some similarly sounding Jewish names. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember
0: Jeremy Goldstein? Do you remember um, Jason Schwartz or... um, Or uh, Todd Lipschitz. Um, I remember all of them. So Scott Schultz is a a stand-up comedian in LA and I've had him on the podcast. He does this awesome uh, storytelling show called Busted, which is about riding the bus. The adventures of riding the bus in LA. So his post last night was heading to the Echo to check this month's residency band. So the Echo must be a club in LA. I almost commented, say hi to the bunny man for me. Would that have been funny? Echo and the bunny man. Uh, no, yeah. apparently not. Um, and then he said he's he's getting into this conversation in the comments section about with his friend who's performing, who is it, blah, blah, blah. And he said, I'm watching a female led dream pop band called Mo Dottie. She's pretty good. Mo 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 Dottie, D-O-T-T-I. It sounds like like a couple of aunts. Actually, it, actually, we have we, you and I have an aunt Mo and an aunt Dottie. Uh, Mo R I P and Dottie's uh, certainly still around. <laughs> That's, That's right. funny. And he yeah. writes the next band is called Lunch Lady, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a good name for a band, don't you think? Sure. Yeah. And then, but the next line is what got me. So he writes, Lunch Lady has former members of Abe Vagoda. <laughs> which is <laughs> who names a band Abe Vagoda, right? Okay. Yeah. It's former members of, of Abe Vagoda.
1: <laughs> But I, I don't know I, I don't know much about Abe Vigoda, <laughs> the mean, actor. I mean I know band. the actor, the band. Yeah. I'm thinking.
0: No, no. Uh, the the point of this wasn't that you would heard of any of them. The point the point. I know you're a California guy, but you can't. I can't be expected to have you know all these uh, random people. But uh, do you know what dream pop means? I just I just I had to look it up.
1: Dream pop. um... Let's see. I it's mean, a form of I, I mean I I would assume that it's some deriva- derivative of of new wave
0: uh, sort of kind of. It's like 80s I I want to say like uh maybe maybe the Pretty in Pink soundtrack or something. Uh, um no. <laughs> no if like you yeah, yeah 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 psychedelic oh, furs no. um yeah. yeah uh like maybe Brian Ferry or whatever. Um
1: psychedelic furs are a great band.
0: Are they Brian, still around? Brian Ferry, uh, uh, Roxy Music. Roxy Music, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all these
1: subgenres, I, I'm, I'm not too.
0: This is Lunch Lady. Does this oh, no. sound like Dream Pop to you?
1: Sounds like,
0: sounds like the Breeders. Sounds a little like, um, <clears throat> well, that singer sounds a little like Natalie Merchant, doesn't she? A little
1: bit. It sounds. I like it. It's good.
0: Yeah. Okay, Lunch Lady. You're welcome. All right. Let's get to sports. But before we do, I need to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by the U.S. Postal Service, uh, the second largest employer in the United States. You uh, Go to usps.com slash careers to find out about jobs at the post office. And you can tell that I don't have my notes in front of me. That was from uh, memory. But our good friends at the post office.
1: I just you. recently yeah. mailed a letter the, I had some- <laughs> at the post office. <laughs>
0: I had someone on the podcast just a week ago who said the exact same thing. Really? So, and I'll say the same thing I said to him. Good for you. Good. They were very patient. <laughs> they, were, they were very sweet. You mm-hmm. um, we actually uh, went and like waited in line and, or what? Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 you didn't some, have a stamp, so. I'll uh,
1: often, well, I live in an apartment in San Francisco. Yeah. They often leave uh, these little notes saying that we have packages to pick up and, I go down there. I walk down there, and it's. Uh, I have a cup of coffee. and I wait in line. <laughs> I get to watch all the other people in the neighborhood pick up their packages. I mean, maybe it's they should. Nice.
0: Maybe they should start doing like the Barnes and Noble thing, like Barnes and Noble partnered with Starbucks. So you go, you you grab a, a book that you end up not paying for, and you read it. Maybe you should. They should do that with the U.S. Postal Service. I you th- you get a coffee, and then you stand in line. You chat with people. You mail your. You have a nice time.
1: I think that'd be overdoing it a bit. <laughs> But yeah, possibly.
0: Okay. Do you want to uh, play uh, Red Sox All Star Trivia? This is the moment you've been waiting for yes, all weekend or whatever it is. We're actually yes, off I did. This the week. answer is Mike Greenwell. <laughs> hey, come on! Don't jump the gun. He might be on this list. All right. Mike, uh, I used to love Mike Greenwell, yeah. who um, Jerry Callahan famously wrote that uh, Mike Greenwell was so dumb that he named his son Bo because he didn't know how to spell Bob. <laughs> It's one of the funnier things Jerry has written. So I'm gonna give you. Let's start. We we don't have to do the whole thing this way. Okay. But let's start by doing this twenty-five thousand dollar pyramid style, or one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Apparently, it was both. Do you remember it being one or the other? I remember hundred thousand. I don't uh, with uh, with Dick Clark. um And uh, the the thing I always remember, which was actually kind of... uh, It was famously lampooned on the family guy. Um, That's the second time I use the word famously in this podcast. Okay, that's my limit. Cut me off. Cut me off. Dave Dave famously used the word famously (laughs)
1: way too much
0: in this podcast. (laughs) He would come over... Dick Clark would come over at the end after you've already lost um and he would tell you what you sh- the clues you should have given like like you know you, the poor person's trying to guess like things that have to do with coffee you know and the person's going you know cup and uh, grinds and and it's all over and then dick Clark comes over and he will go cream
1: <laughs> right right he'll give Sugar. his suggestions
0: right no and then it's like and then it's like oh coffee oh yeah um uh I, I get it now and just rub it in your face i think of the skit with christopher walk and uh, christopher walk christopher guest
1: um uh and sammy davis jr played by billy crystal yeah where, where christopher guest oh, yeah. knows all the answers before before the clues are given
0: oh it, was it that one or was it the one where where christopher guest plays like the the weird japuti guy yeah and he keeps, the, he keeps that's, going that's J- japuti um. chocolate babies <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Perfect, you yes. know
0: what i gotta see if i could find that sketch um that, I, s- that, I watched
1: uh, it recently it's oh that was, no but that was uh jackie rogers jr oh that's correct right? yeah, yeah so yeah, but yeah. it was it was definitely it was in the style of uh of the pyramid yeah
0: um for sure um <laughs>
1: that that was one of my favorite skits
0: as a kid yeah I, I think i've got it i've got it here but i think it's yeah this might be it actually Birds. Wow, from Harrisburg, <laughs> Pennsylvania and they sounds like it was like war of the world I know <laughs> Davis Jr. And he brings out Sammy Davis Jr. Get ready and go. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is a funny guy. He wears a red nose and big shoes. Jim Belushi. A That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jim Belushi as Captain Kangaroo. Mom they no. <laughs> <That's laughs> they're people. They swing from a bar. They use a net. They they wear tights. It's trapezars. No, next one. Who's the female oh, Mary Gross? Man, uh, Mary Gross. Yeah, yeah. So Captain around. Kangaroo is getting very frustrated. He introduces the <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, top hat, microphone. I don't know. I can't think of anything. He is the act. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll listen to 30 more seconds here. We go. Foods, if you will, sir. Ouch. Okay,
1: this is the thing you eat at the movies, it comes in kernels, you heat them up in oil. going. Right. <laughs> this is a little hot, spicy number. Rita Moreno.
0: <laughs> no. no. babe.
1: It comes from a cucumber, they let it sit in a barrel with its brother,
0: so it becomes something else. A caciofella.
1: <laughs> Let's uh,
0: move on. This is an apre dinner kind of thing, dessert, three layers, icing on top. Japuti. <laughs> <laughs> No, babe. Say you're in heaven. You're flying around. You got a little halo. You're dead. Yeah, but you did a lot of good stuff. You're blessed. Yeah, but you got the wings, the halo. You're going from cloud to cloud. I don't know. What
1: is it? It's <laughs> a so one season. I don't know what it. Is. The
0: one season Martin Short was on. Yeah. Didn't this Martin Short, Harry Shearer, Michael McKean. That same. See, it was like the birth of. The Spinal Tap guys. That was the golden <clears throat> era for me in Saturday you, Night Live. You love that year. I did too. I loved did it. Too. For was some that?
1: reason, it was. I was just starting to understand comedy, and 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 um, I was watching a lot of HBO stand-up and stuff. And that was that. That was right in my wheelhouse. That that era.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I loved that. They did a lot of weird stuff that they hadn't. That was the year of the. Uh, Synchronized swimming uh, movie short film, which not is hilarious. That right, strong. I'm <laughs> not a strong swimmer. There and uh, Christopher Guest with the uh, trying the, the choreographer yeah. going. You're pointing at him going, "You, I know. Yeah. No, you're not angry at him. I know you. <laughs> yeah. I know you." All right, we're gonna put um, uh, 25 seconds on the clock. No, we're not. We're just gonna we're just gonna go into this. All, all right. right, here we go. Red Sox All Stars. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm ready. ready. All right. Drop my phone. Okay. Um, reliever. Okay. Soup. Soup. Uh, uh,
1: Seventies. Oil can Oh boy, you're terrible. Soup. Oh soup. Bill. uh, Soup. Soup. Bill Lee. uh, Oh god. Yeah, we're in for we're in for a treat (laughs) today. Brand. A brand of soup, Campbell. Yes. Uh, I don't even know what's first. Bill Campbell. You don't know Bill Campbell? Uh, Okay, I probably had a. We're off to a terrible start.
0: Uh, Let's see. All right. um, Here we go. Steamer. Bob Stanley. That's right. 1979 Red Sox All Star. What? Stop! Stop! Stop. (laughs) Everything's malfunctioning. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're back. Um, Let's see. Catcher. Yeah. Glasses. Rich Gadman. That's right. All right. I have the. Okay. What you got to do is take the loop Hello. off. There we go. Okay. Uh, rookie. Yeah. Outf- Ro-
1: outfielder. What, was he a rookie his whole life? <laughs> oh, oh, Fred Lynn. <laughs> what? what? What do you mean, rookie? He was a rookie of the year he made the All-Star game, bonehead. Oh, that I forgot. We are talking about All-Star yes, games. Yes, this is yes. Oh, yes. oh um, rookie. Fred Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. African-American. Um, African-American. Uh, Jim Rice. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ellis Sun- Burks. S- That's right. Thank Very
0: you. good. All right. Red Sox All-Star in 1990. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's a hard one. Um, reliever. Uh... Sky, Uh, Sky. unclouded. Um, Clear sky. uh, 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 Clear, clear, clear. Oh, 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 clear. (laughs) 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 What was his name? Clear? Mark Clear. Mark Clear, Red Sox All Star 1982. I vaguely remember Mark Clear. All right, here's another one. Um, Infielder. Yes. uh, mm, not Cecil. <laughs> um, um, not
1: Cecil Cooper. Right. But um, Phil Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, um,
0: Phil Cooper sounds like an accountant or something. Well, who is this? I want to introduce you to Phil. Phil Cooper. Who is Scott this? Cooper. Don't Scott re- Cooper. Don't
1: remember Scott. You don't?
0: No. He was the Red Sox' lone... All right, the music's bothering me now. (laughs) Is it ever going to... No, it never ends. Uh, Scott Cooper was the Red Sox lone all-star representative in 1993 and 1994. Isn't that
1: depressing? Interesting. It coincided with me starting to smoke pot, so that makes sense that (laughs) I don't remember him. (laughs) All right.
0: 1998. Yeah. Relief... Pardon me. Relief pitcher. Yeah. Um... Uh, inspired a Stephen King short story. Oh, that's uh, uh,
1: Flash Gordon. Yes, we'll accept that. Um, Tom, Gordon, Tom Gordon. Tom Gordon. Tom Flash Gordon. Did they call him Flash? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know they call everybody Gordon.
0: I mean, yeah, if you're Gordon, you're Flash. If you're Lou, you're sweet.
1: I have a friend named Greg Gordon. He's he, I never called him Flash because he, <laughs> he moves it about... It. He moves less than him. Isn't than that your friend the artist?
0: Yeah, he's the well, he's no. the
1: guy that, that designed the tattoo on my arm. Yeah, it's good it's good for podcast. He's gig art. Gig art. Yeah, gig art. He's, Give him a shout he's, out he's, gigart.com. He's, gigart.com. He's incredibly talented. He's been yeah, doing rock posters dude. for over 20 years. He he's done album covers. He's he did he designed the album cover for Maroon 5's breakthrough album called Songs About Jane. Uh huh. Is that right? Yeah. You yeah, yeah, know that. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, Greg's he, awesome. Greg's like one of my best friends. Well, ironically, Flash would be a good nickname for him because he fled the flash of creating art, or that, maybe not. That's maybe true. Not he just him.
1: he just he does things methodically, so he he's, he doesn't move incredibly
0: quickly, which which I I appreciate. I, I'm. Which is why his nickname never stuck. Not in the terrific hurry, Gordon. That's just right. Didn't have the same ring to it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll come back with more silly trivia after I tell you. The following about the U.S. Postal Service. Adam's going to have some coffee. U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com slash careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop an advanced career, so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. <gasps> Everything you need to know is at usps.com slash careers. It is the policy of the Postal Service. What kind of accent should I do the rest of the live read in? You like British or well, my uh, or
1: my post my postman yes. ha, ha, is um, of uh,
0: of Latin origin. So I, I would appreciate some sort of a uh, Latin, like Hispanic. Yes. Do. You, Okay, this isn't meant to sound offensive. I think it was going to. The back, the workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop and advance careers. So its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is at usps.com slash careers. I just figured out I'm doing Pedro from, from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> it is, the, it is the policy of the postal service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent employment discrimination. The postal service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce. Diverse. That sounds like the, the, one of the words they would pronounce differently. In which employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, flexibility, and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential. Apply today, my friend. The website, once again, usps.com slash careers. Okay. United States Postal Service. Deliver for the nation. You know, you it's interesting,
1: uh, the laid-back nature of San Francisco. I, that, my, our postman often comes after 4 5, 30 5 p.m does he it's ring twice? Twi- does he ring twice he always he always, rings he always twice. wins Twitter,
0: rings he twice. he com- say again he comes in there af- very late when, yeah. when
1: when i was a kid we'd get the mail at what 11 o'clock or whatever they, they, yeah, they- i
0: feel like they move the goalpost on that frequently like sometimes i feel like it, things are there right in the morning and then i never see my postman of course he, i live in an apartment complex like you we just drop shit off but
1: well, I appreciate the casual nature of the U.S. Postal Service in California. <laughs> you
0: don't mind them just rolling in, no? Yeah,
1: it's fine. I mean, they, yeah. you know, they have lives to live.
0: They, they, they make it there, whether rain or sleet or snow or you get it. Yes. Uh, all right, let's uh, we're talking here with, of course, my brother Adam Yaz. It's um, warming up here in Mashpee. I think it's probably already like eighty degrees. Are you spritzing yet?
1: Um, no, I'm looking. It says yeah. 112. We've reached 112. <laughs>
0: I think something's wrong with your phone. <laughs>
1: oh, that's what, that's the time. Sorry. Anyway,
0: is it one no, no, twelve? No, no, it's no. not. It's ten forty six. Yes. You freaked me out for a minute there. Um,
1: one twelve was better than ten forty eight. So
0: all right, okay. Let's return to the thrilling for a few more minutes. Anyways, the red, this Red Sox All Star quiz. Yes. So far, Adam has. Uh, I think you're batting about three thirty three, which is one out of three, which is good enough to get that's you into the bad. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right. All right. In two thousand five, this former Cub pitcher made the All Star game for the Red Sox. Two thousand five, he actually started a playoff game that year for the Red Sox. He was actually the game one starter, if memory serves. I'm kind of making some of this up. Yes. Um, other than that, he was terrible. And his initials are MC. Since I'm since I'm getting a blank stare from you.
1: Uh. Okay. Um. 2005. 2005 MC. That would be um, Merv.
0: <laughs>
1: Merv Kaputnik.
0: No. Margie Clappert? No. Uh, his nickname was uh, Lament. Lament? N- last name rhymes with Lament. Oh, oh. Um, Matt Lament. Clement. Matt Clement. Oh, That's I remember right. him. Yeah terrible no i don't remember him. well he went i think that year we played the white Sox in the playoffs and he he was our like game one starter in chicago and just got shelled i, I want to say i don't i can't believe i remember the scott pesednik let off with a home run it just got worse from there
1: 2005 that would coincide with when i was deeply getting into heroin <laughs> so i can understand why i forgot about scott whatever his name is <laughs> that was That's a joke. Sound, everybody. That
0: sound effect was, was appropriate. For, it was coffee. Uh, I got into good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> good heroin humor this morning. Uh, so, this guy, no, not this guy, these two guys, in 2007, both the Red Sox setup man and closer both yeah. made the All Star game. Well deserved. Can you name them?
1: Uh, ex- excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this again? 2007.
0: 2007 the Red That's Sox right. closer and setup man, meaning the eighth inning guy and the ninth inning guy, they both made the all-star game. So
1: these are two people we're talking
0: about? Yes. The one guy that did both You're things. stalling. I know you're stalling.
1: Okay. So 2007, he's a reliever. This is way too much uh, gray <laughs> area Jeopardy for me. Minute.
0: There we go. Okay. The one guy with the closer is the easy one. He was like a party animal. Oh, okay. Party animal. He would dance around on the uh, on the duck boats. You had a Budweiser. You used to dance after the game with a like a Budweiser box on his head. You're terrible. Yeah, I can't believe
1: you don't remember. Him. Um, um uh, Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Rob Gronkowski of the Red Sox. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, Dave. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm I am. Gonna, I'm gonna have to. I, I'm pr- I'm getting yeah. If f- for the. Few people that are they're listening. I'm, I apologize. I, I've fallen off. <laughs> Something of my, more entertaining about the fact that
0: you're you're not getting it. I'm not giving up. I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna, a big
1: I'm a big fan of the of the team itself. And you I'll, do you live and die with them. You've cried. The Red Sox have made you cry. Right? Yeah, yeah. But but I've I've my my uh, I, I don't get to watch the games as much, and you know. So I I find other this, things to does do. Does this help? And here he comes. Let's dropkick Murphy's. <laughs> this was his entrance music. I don't I don't know from entrance music. We won music. the World
0: Series in 2007. He got the last out. He oh, struck out some oh, guy in Colorado.
1: To Kev, Kevin Falk. <laughs>
0: no. You're he, thinking of Keith Falk. That Keith was 04. Folk. This is 07. Uh,
1: 07. You got it. Just put me out of my misery. <laughs> what, what's his freaking name? His,
0: his initials were uh, JP. Our listening audience is, is just... Excruciating. I right know. Here no. I, I listen, Do you know it?
1: I've prioritized things in my life. Um, Papelbon, you idiot. Oh, I didn't like him anyway. <laughs> Give me a break. He,
0: he, and the setup man was Papelbon. He's a setup big, man big was fun. a guy we got. Um, it, it, the theory was we got this guy just because he was Dice K's. Remember Dice K? Yeah, not on this list, never made the all star game. I liked him unsurprisingly, but we got a guy that was supposedly like his babysitter. Like, he was like a friend. Papelbon's
1: He's, babysitter?
0: No. Dice <laughs> Daisuke's babysitter <laughs> was another pitcher, like his buddy. Uh, uh. And he made the team as a reliever. Ended up being uh, an amazing eighth-inning guy. And you're not going to get that either. And his nope. name is Hideki Okajima, <laughs> uh-huh. And he had a pitch, a mysterious pitch called the Okie Doki.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh uh, no, no, it wasn't mysterious. I'm thinking of uh Dice K had a mysterious pitch called the what was it called? The something ball. Why don't we I'm, keep I'm not why, not why don't we keep you? these
1: questions to let's <laughs> keep them to like 79
0: to about 88. That would be great. I didn't prepare the list that way. Okay, okay here's okay, so all right, smart guy. All right. In 1978 yes, um 79, a, but that's okay. <laughs> Oh, you did, didn't you? Go ahead. Uh, One year off. Yeah. Uh, In 1978, Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. two, three, four, five, six, no, uh, four, five, seven. Seven batters in the Red Sox lineup. Zero pitchers made it, which I thought was interesting. Eckersley won 20 games that year. He didn't make the All-Star game. Okay. Um, Seven position players from the Red Sox made the All-Star game. Team, can you name them?
1: I'm, I'm naming seven people right now. Yeah, you don't know. From, ex- from 70- Red
0: Sox fans have to know the starting lineup okay, okay, in 1978. Okay, i okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. We okay, have okay. we have uh, we have Butch Hobson at third base. I'm okay, pretty sure. Off to a really strong start. You just named one of the few players who didn't make it. Oh wow. Okay, <laughs> he was. Well, start- I'm just naming the starting lineup. Uh, okay, uh, Rick, fine. Answer a different question Rick, if you Rick don't like. Rick Burleson it. at shortstop. Right. We That's had Jerry correct.
1: Remy at second base. That's right. We oh, have. Right. We have a, a first base. It could have been no. It was it was uh, G- George Scott possibly. Yeah, or? he didn't make it though. Okay, the so the DH made it though. So right field, Dwight Evans. That's right. Uh, center field, Fred Lynn. That's right. Uh, left field, Jim Rice. That's right. And at catcher, we have um, Carlton Fisk.
0: That's right. And the only player you didn't name, w- it's, it's uh, let me just say it's ironic you didn't you haven't named this player yet. Um, was he like, oh, yes. That's right. All yeah. right. Yeah. See? See, well not done. It's not
1: so hard. No, 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 no. I know a few things. <laughs> yeah, you've forgotten. Quiz me about, you know, the, the,
0: the, the starting lineup for Genesis, and I'll, I'll <laughs> knock it out of the park. <laughs> See, I wouldn't know that. I don't know the other two Get dudes' names. Oh. Um, I'm not even going to ask you. No. No. Mm. In nineteen, uh, how about '86? Is that on? Is that yeah? That's what that's, that's, with that's my in wheelhouse. your wheelhouse. Yep. Okay, 1986. This should be easy. Chocolate babies, <laughs> Jab- Jabuti. <laughs> 1986, though, the year of course, that fateful year in Red Sox history. Four Red Sox players made it to the All Star game. Can you name them? Jim Rice. That a good good start. Absolutely.
1: Okay, uh, Roger. No, no, not Clemens. He, he. Okay, Roger Clemens. <laughs> he was fourteen and zero. How would he not make the All Star? Remember, he started fourteen and zero. I, I, w- I was going to name him last. <laughs> I'm pacing myself. Okay, okay. Um, and then we have. Did Dave Henderson make it that year?
0: No, no, no.
1: Okay. Shit.
0: Ooh. He was on the team though. But um, he, I think we got him after the. We got him mid season, didn't we? I
1: mean, um. Okay, so we got Rice, we got Clemens, I'm thinking uh, someone... You're lo- missing
0: one obvious one,
1: uh, battered. No more pitchers. One obvious one. Um,
0: Infielder. He, Along with me and many others, he was crying at the end of the World Series. Oh, Wade seven. Boggs. That's right. And then the last one is one you've already named earlier in the program.
1: Mike Greenwell. No. Fred
0: Glasses. on the team. Glasses. Oh, Rich Gedman? Yeah, Rich Gedman oh, made wow. it
1: in 86, yeah. I uh, went to his, I went. me and my brother Matt went to his uh, baseball
0: camp. That's right.
1: Right around that time.
0: Getty. Getty. from From Worcester? Wasn't he from Worcester? Uh, I don't think he was he, from Worcester. He was from Mass, I think. He he was the one-time coach of the Worcester minor league uh, baseball team, I want to say, the Tornadoes. Um, by the way, did you know, since you've been in California, did you know they're building the, the new, Pawtucket Red Sox Stadium in Worcester now, so they're going to be the Woo Sox. I'd, oh, really? Yeah. I, it, d- I did not know that. I knew that they were leaving uh, Providence,
1: but I didn't know that they were they were going to Worcester.
0: Yep. Leaving Providence is my uh, least favorite Nicolas Cage movie, by the way. that's um, Isn't that a, a Alec Baldwin? No, I'm just, I'm a, that's, that's something else, Providence. What is that? I, I didn't know there were two movies about Providence. There aren't there's a TV show about Cohog, Rhode Island which seems to be near Providence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rich G- <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting somewhere now we're getting somewhere Rich Gedman born September 26, 1959 he's 59 years old Worcester, Massachusetts so it's hard being oh, right wow. all the time, Adam so don't question me alright uh, two more questions in 1980 which yeah. is the window that you requested yeah the- <laughs> Fisk, Glenn, and Rice all made the All Star Game, and also this relief pitcher made the All Star Game. It was the only time he ever made the All Star Game. A diminutive sort, a long reliever, initials TB, and he kind of makes you hungry for a barbecue. His last name, if you stretch it a little. A bird? <laughs> where, why? What are you getting bird from a barbecue? Kind of barbecue you do going? barbecue there. chicken. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Burgers. See, yeah. Tommy Burgers. You're so close. T- t- tom. Tom. Uh. Burg. Be- tom. Burg-a-ly. He wants to steal your toys. He's evil. He's the Meister. He's the. Burgermeister? <laughs>
1: tom Burgermeister.
0: I'm <laughs> um, so uh, close. This is pit- more painful than I thought it was going to be. Tom Bergmeier. Tom Bergmeier, wherever you are. No, no memory you. of you, are Tom serious? Bergmeier. Are you serious, But you must have been something special. He was. Way to go, Tom Bergmeier. Ooh, those claps are in... 1986. Stereo. <laughs> uh, last question. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. In uh, 2002 and 2003, respectively, mm-hmm. Derek... Lowe and Jason Varitek both made the Reds the All-Star game as Red Sox representatives. Congrats, Felton. those two players. Yeah, arrived in Boston thanks to the Red Sox trading this relief pitcher. You should know this. Oh, Jesus, you don't know. Um, Peter they're la- Gabriel. They're laughing at <laughs> the- Good one. That's not very nice. <laughs> um, the answer is. You say it at home if you know it with me. Smoke him if you got him. Heathcliff Slocum. Heathcliff Slocum was traded. Talk about one of the greatest trades in history. Think about that. Yeah. Heathcliff Slocum for, I think that was a Lou Gorman. That was a, a Lou Gorman uh, trade who Lou Gorman later run out of Boston. I once had lunch with uh, Lou Gorman and a few other dudes, like as part of, I forget why we had the opportunity to what do this. What was that like? He's, he was cool. He was, and he told me a great story, which I'll, I'll never forget because you don't get to hear the stories from. I I asked him, <clears throat> why did you, the Red Sox had Lee Smith, if you remember.
1: I remember Lee Smith, Lee from, Smith. The, from Chicago.
0: Yeah, and other places. Yeah, Maybe we got him from Chicago and then shipped him off, ended up shipping off to St. Louis But before that happened, we acquired Jeff Reardon. So all of a sudden, the the Red Sox signed Jeff Reardon. It's like, why do they have two closers? And then eventually they traded um, uh, uh, Smith. And so I asked Lou Gorman, why did you get Reardon when you already had Smith? And he said, because I thought I could trade Smith for a really good starting pitcher. So I called. St. Louis, and I call the GM's office, and Whitey Herzog picks up the phone. Whitey Herzog is the manager, you know, legendary manager, Whitey Herzog, manager at the time of the Cardinals, and Whitey says, uh, hey, Lou, how you doing? He goes, well, uh, I'll I'll tell you why I'm calling, Whitey, Uh, I'm looking for a starting pitching, I got Lee Smith, he's on the block, I want to move him, and Whitey says, well, we could really use Lee Smith, but... um, but uh, I don't think I can give – we don't think we can give you starting pitching. How about Tom Bernanski? He's great, you know, power-hitting, you know, outfielder. This is the way Lou is telling the story. Like, this is like if you or I were making the trade, this is the kind of thing would say, come on, he's really good. Like, he's a power-hitting outfielder. Like, not, you know, he's in, in the best shape of his uh, career. He just had a strength test, blah, blah, blah. There's all the stuff you don't know about him. No, it was just like that. It was like a rotisserie baseball trade. Right. And so Lou's like, okay, we'll do it. And so, <laughs> and so then later, Whitey apparently – in trouble because Whitey was not authorized to make trades, he's just the manager, he's not the GM. But they the trade went through and good for the Cardinals. We got Tom Bernansky, we got you know a couple good years out of him, and and uh, one particularly memorable catch. He played right F- field, yeah, for us. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno.
1: he's on, he on the twins for a
0: while. He was him and Gary Gaetti, Gary Gaetti. And it was the for a while was the Bruno curbo show, Bruno and curbo um, uh, Kirby Puckett, the, who the, was your the, favorite.
1: No, it was my friend's my friend Eric Feiner's favorite.
0: You used to you come on you No, were, I I,
1: appre- I liked him because my friend Eric liked him. But I liked him. I liked him. There
0: was a game where we had seats kind of about twenty or thirty rows up and you kept running down to the fields to take a picture. This is like you were like twelve of Kirby. of Kirby Puckett. Yeah. And you did it repeatedly. And you remember what our our dad Eventually uh said. What did he say? He said, "Adam, no more pickets of Puckshire. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: That's I, right. No, I think I think at the time, yeah, you you, you used wait, to have
0: obsessions with w- with with random, random, play- random players, sort of random. Like and frames.
1: and when you hang out with with people like I used to hang out with Eric all the time, yeah, you're you become interchangeable in terms of your <laughs> your taste. So yeah, I did I did really like him. He was he was great. The late Kirby Puckett. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like Tony Fernandez sort of was my
1: favorite player at that time.
0: Yeah, do you want to tell the story about the time you got to meet him? Sure, sure. Please do. So, um All-Star uh second second baseman or short, shortstop? shortstop, shortstop for the Blue Jays.
1: So, yeah. years years ago, uh there was a, uh, an auction at my uncle's restaurant, Spinozolas, and they auctioned all sorts of Red Sox prizes off, and one of them that my dad bid for was to go down on the field prior to a Red Sox game and meet some of the players and check out batting practice and even go in the locker room, which was incredible. It was so
0: cool. Yeah. Dave, I'll you, never Dave forget went. that. Of course, I was... Yeah, all three of us were there, all three brothers.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the the great... You, you know, in retrospect, the the, the the most legendary part of that meeting was that we, we got to hang out with Roger Clemens in the yeah. dugout, and he he was incredibly nice and gracious, and um, I always stand up for Roger when people question his integrity. However,
0: I digress. Well, he should be in the hall of fame. It's, it's getting silly. He, he just, the, the best, really the best picture of his generation, uh, you know, if, unless you include Pedro in the, his generation, um, whatever. Absolutely. Um, I think all those guys should be in the, Hall I, of I fame. W- tell me why, and we'll get back to your story, but because
1: I, the game changes and, right. and, uh, the, the playing field is, is always level for whatever reason. Um, that you know, there were players that had an advantage because of uh, chemicals in their body. However, it was part of the culture of the game at the that's time. That's the way the game was. Everybody, yeah. so
0: it truly you know, the was pitchers were in,
1: doing that and everybody was
0: doing I think that. if you told a player, went up to a player and said, hey, you know, you're really not supposed to be doing steroids. Steroids, It would be akin to going up to a player and say, you're really not supposed to be going, you know, uh, 60 miles an hour on the highway because the speed limit's 55. Right. Well, yeah. uh, Okay, I know, but are you kidding me? I still
1: think Bonds would have been the best hitter of that time uh, if nobody was doing
0: steroids all across the board. But You, You still have to hit the ball out of the park and he 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 was he hit 73 home runs that year and and he saw about 74 strikes the whole year (laughs) they walked him all the time
1: I was in San Francisco
0: at that time and it that was just a yeah
1: that was I had been there for a few years Mm -hmm. so anyway so we're on the field we met Roger Clemens we remember Dwight Evans Do you remember
0: what member of the Red Sox organization was taking us around
1: yeah, it was Richie Hebner. Oh,
0: very good! You come up with that freaking name, Richie Hebner, who who <laughs> batting coach at the th- time.
1: And I I can even here's another story, and I'm gonna get back to my other one. This is bad radio.
0: No, it's not. It's good. Um, Brent, Brent, when Brent. I was
1: when I was a kid, very young, there was something wrong with my heart, mm-hmm. um, and 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 the doctor and my mom. Got together and and they said let's present him with sort of a make a wish situation. Yeah, um, and I mini
0: make a wish. Yeah, it yeah. was
1: it was it felt like that. And they said, you know, is there anything that would really cheer you up in this this time of um, of duress? Worry. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, I'd really like <laughs> I'd really like to meet Steve Garvey, my favorite <laughs> baseball player in the right. world, uh, or or a signed photo of Steve Garvey. Something that that. Would bridge the connection between me in Boston and him in, in Los Angeles, right? And they, say, you know, the doctor said, "Let's see what I can do." <laughs> uh, so we continued working on my heart. I wore a heart monitor to nursery school. It was, I remember that it's like slept it
0: in and in and out of uh, the car and all that. I yeah, it
1: was. Like, it looked like C three PO. Yeah, it was. It was, it was not was, small. Yeah. It was cumbersome, and yeah. um, everybody knew about it in my nursery school. So uh, on some of those follow up appointments with my doctor. And one of those, in particular, I come in and they say, "I got something for you." I said, "Wow, they, wow, they, they really can come." It comes the Garvey they, thing, yeah. And they, and they, he brought out this big Manila envelope, and, said, <laughs> and I opened up the Manila envelope. I pulled out this picture, <laughs> and it was an autographed picture of <laughs> Richie Hebner. <Richie> yeah. <laughs> I said, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs>
0: Was he a player at the time? Yeah, I think yeah. he played for
1: Detroit. Yeah, he did. No, I, I he and, was and, decent, but know, it's not exactly Steve
0: Garvey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I apologize to Richie Hebner for saying that because he was an incredible man who took us around. But I just at the time, Steve Garvey was my my idol, uh, and I you know, needless to say, I almost died because of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your I, heart was fine. By my way. heart was fine. I healed yeah. up great, and I'm to this day I'm I'm strong like bull. Yeah. Um, so. Anyway, yes, Richie there we Hebner are with Richie Hibner. Hibner was taking us around. He took us, he was so gracious, took us into the the locker room uh, where all the players were like, you know, dumbfounded that these these like, the who it, who pedestrians were yeah. walking through while they were removing their jock straps. I
0: remember Bob Stanley sitting there. Bob Stanley was like getting dressed or undressed or something, and he just kind of gave us a look. It was, <laughs> like so, he it was such happy. a small yeah. locker so, room. Yeah, so I remember tiny. that too. So nondescript. And we met yeah. Joe
1: Morgan, the, the coach at the time. Um
0: <laughs> that was, it, it, it was quite. Ex-
1: it was quite exciting. I remember Jim Rice, who was very, who had an intimidating presence. And wait, do I don't remember Sam Rice, Rice. Rice? Yeah, was, he was. Really? In, he was in the locker room. Oh. I had my VHS. I, I, I'm pretty sure I was rolling. Huh. Um, so anyway, walking around, we're doing all this stuff, and they, you know, just by chance, the Red Sox were playing Toronto, and my favorite player at the time, because I like to pick players that not everybody admired off the beaten path and tony fernandez for one reason or another I, i gravitated to because i was a shortstop at the time and he was one of the best in the game so we 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 walk over to the or i myself by myself walk over with my dad i think actually to the
0: blue jays dugout it's dugout and yeah i all... seem to remember not really having permission to do that but you kind of just went i did yeah. it anyway because
1: yeah. he was he was my my idol at the time and yeah. my dad was there and you know jesse barfield was there and uh george mm-hmm. bell
0: sure george these, bell he these, was nuts he, he was on the blue jays he was sure. nuts
1: and I, I was getting their autographs and so yeah. uh i walked down into the i walk right around was ernie, there
0: was ernie with there Never mind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe so. Remember Ernie Witt.
1: But Go Tony ahead. started walking up, and I approached him mm-hmm. for his autograph, and he was very sweet. Um, mm. And I remember the first thing that he said was, he uh, said, sure, I'll, you know, I'll sign your autograph or whatever. And I said, I play, or my dad said, he plays baseball too. My son is a baseball player. <laughs> and Tony Fernandez is like, what oh, going oh, oh, yes, what, uh, what position do you yeah. play? Yeah. And I said, I play shortstop. He's like shortstop. He was, you know, yeah. he couldn't believe I played shortstop. And he looked down, right, at my feet because um, I had these outrageously <laughs> large feet for a, for a child my age. I was fourteen, and my my yeah. Feet, you were at
0: that age where the feet grow first and, and before the rest of the body does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was.
1: I was. <clears throat> that was my Neanderthal yeah. period. And <laughs> he looked down and he said, "Your feet? <laughs> Those are not your feet." <laughs> Who's are those feet? Who's, Who's are those feet? feet? Those, those, are, those, those, are those are not those your not feet. <laughs> and, and, and it, play, you know, it obviously um, boosted my confidence t- in, 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 to incredible degrees, as you can imagine. You're being sarcastic? Of course I am. Did that I, hurt, really? Well, He's telling me that I had huge feet as it was, a 14, He was you know? joking around, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, didn't, no. understand, I didn't understand <laughs> joking around at that age. Um, so, so he tells me I have huge feet. And I'm, so now I'm in a good place mentally. <laughs> and we're, now my dad says, okay, let's take a picture. I said, "Oh, perfect!" And I'm, you know, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a uh, like a, a Red Sox T-shirt tucked into my shorts with a with <laughs> right. a with a baseball. I mean, I looked, I looked, that was like a big goober. Yeah. Um, and I said, "This is my chance. I'm gonna have a picture with Tony Fernandez. This is yeah. this is wonderful." And I put my arm around him and uh they took the picture and i was excited this was it this was i'm gonna hang this on my wall my dad goes to uh, cvs or whatever that wherever they got pictures developed just like the richie hebner picture i was the anticipation was at a high i pulled it out i oh look at tony fernandez looks so cool and then you get to me yeah and my mouth was just full of gums (laughs) There was no teeth present, and I, I, I said, "Oh, there's the gum smile that I hate showing. And it was just it was just a, uh, it was a product of me feeling unsure of myself because of the feet comment. Wow. And <laughs> I slowly slid it back oh, into the no. manila envelope. Oh, I, no. <laughs> I put it in a drawer and I don't even know where it is. Well, this you day.
0: remember the other funny thing about that trip to CVS photo? matter or whatever they called it the uh because there was I have a, a similar story you yeah. remember this yeah, so what yeah. ha- so I got to meet my Hero of Dwight Evans and it was amazing because at first I thought he was he I remember he was doing some kind of little TV bit with John Dennis they were shooting it kind of off to the side this is like uh, probably two or three hours before the game starts right there's like nobody in the park except us and the players which was what made it so cool Yeah, and we, we got to you know step on the field and take pictures Fenway on our field park. of dreams Fenway Park yeah and so Evans gets done with John Dennis. He starts walking towards us. And I'm like, I'm going to get to meet him. I'm going to meet him. And Mr. Evans, you know, I'm I'm just such a, a huge fan. And uh, I'm wearing your number today. I was wearing my Dwight Evans, you know, authentic Red Sox jersey with the 24. And Evans, very, very nice man, says, um, let's get a picture. Let's get a picture. And so uh, my dad, um, he has the camera <laughs> and he takes the picture of us and, That picture is a great picture. I still have that picture somewhere, me and Dewey. But then, to my amazement, Evans says to me, he says, hey, let's turn around and take a picture with both of the 24s. And I'm, this was his idea, my idol. He's like, let's take this cool picture. We're both wearing twenty-four, and I was like, holy crap, awesome! So we do it, and we turn around to the twenty-four, and then we kind of, you know, tilt our heads back so we could we're kind of looking over our shoulders, and it's going to be the greatest picture of all time. And the. <laughs> and the picture comes back and there and you look at the at the picture and you see me smiling and Dwight Evans smiling and the picture cut off immediately just below our necks <laughs> and you don't see the 24th
1: it was at like all. that picture in 16
0: candles <laughs> yeah, with a, with Anthony Michael Hall it's the first thing we thought of and and unlike you like i i remember it being one of the first moments in my life where i took something in stride and i, I it, the the humor of it Overcame the my disappointment. <laughs> and I could see the disappointment in, in our dad's eyes. He kind of went, because we looked at it at the same time, uh, you know, together, and for the first time, and uh, he, his eyes kind of sunk. And I just looked at it and I went, ah! <laughs> I'm like, Dad, what did you do? And I'm like, laughing, I'm laughing. And, and I go, Dad, don't worry about it. I got this other great picture with Dwight Evans. Well, and, and to this day, the, yeah. the memory of that day supersedes oh, yeah. any,
1: any uh, photo evidence of it. And I, I have to remember, uh, I want to mention Chris Benazola was mm-hmm. the name of our uncle who's, whose restaurant made that auction possible. There. Oh, yeah. And I still have a huge picture of me and Roger Clemens hanging in uh, my parents' house to this day.
0: Shout out Uncle Chris, who uncle we Chris. were with last yeah. night, as a matter of fact. That's great right. That, that's one, one of like four thousand times that um, Chris and um, of course his sainted wife our sainted aunt Margie have hooked us up over the years I also in, ad- could, in addition yeah. to
1: that w- one of the other auction pieces that my dad bid on that he won for was I was able to go into the studios of WBCN, WBCN that the legendary WBCN with Charles Laquadera and yeah. Tank yeah. and they were big I was a big Guns N' Roses fan they were giving me all these Guns N' Roses uh, this Guns N' Roses memorabilia and I sit down to interview Roger. Roger Clemens on the on the phone, and it's this big deal. Roger Clemens is, yeah. is just waking up from his hotel in in Minnesota, where they're going to play the Twins that night, and they bring in this this fourteen year old schlub, <laughs> and they don't ask for my questions in advance, which they definitely should they have. They should have, yeah. Um, I asked the most mundane questions. They were they were awful. I t- I, I look back, I think I could have asked questions about his taste in music, his his yeah. you know. I I asked him. These questions about what's it like to be
0: a major league pitcher?
1: The question that comes to mind was, "Um, "Hey, hey Raj, you know, sometimes when you're up when you're up there on the mound, (laughs) do you ever like think about anything besides baseball?" That's a good question. Is it? Uh, Yeah. What did he say? He said no. (laughs) 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 He he said it's kind of hard when you're staring down Alan Trammell. Actually, he he I asked him who is most who the most feared. Hitter was that he he ever faced, and he said Alan Trammell, huh. Alan Trammell, or um, there's another guy. No, it was Trammell. It was Tram- Whitaker um,
0: Trammell. They were kind of Wh- the same person. I,
1: I would think I was, I was thinking Whittaker. of Lou Whitaker, but no, sure. it, was, it was Alan Trammell. And the funny thing is, after I came in to do that at WBCN, they never did that again with anybody <laughs> else. So I I was the the guinea pig for them saying, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> and well, and I think it was just because it didn't cater. <laughs> I, th- I think it didn't cater to any of their listeners in the morning. Their morning listeners weren't necessarily sports-minded. I think it was more of people that were BCN listeners, and they just yeah. wanted to hear about music and maybe hear from Clemens a little bit. They didn't want to hear some and
0: just, well. Just, and Tank was there, but Tank was there. The sports guy, Tank, for years he was there, but he was there kind of more for comic relief, like Charles would make fun of him. I remember that, because yeah. I remember hearing you, and... And Charles was talking about how our dad—he was calling our dad super dad because, or maybe Tank was because our dad had bid on this thing for you to win. He's like, he's—I think maybe Tank was like—and he, Adam's got a super dad because he's yeah. a super dad. And, and Charles says, "Super, Super Dave? We're talking about Super Dave." And, Char- and he says, no. yeah. Charles always wanted to talk about Super Dave. The late, loves, the, late the late, Super the late, Dave, The late Bob Einstein. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I think we should dedicate uh, this podcast to our pops, though, because. Um, So he's, he, he had a thing. He's fine, everybody, but he had a medical thing that is now over with. And I, knowing him, he wouldn't want us to go into any further detail, but he's totally fine. Yes. And we, uh, you got to see him the other night.
1: Got to see him. He looks great. great. I love you, Daddy.
0: We love you, Daddy. Um, Baseball memories. One thing that I always tell, like, new parents, like, it, it, being a parent is hard and, and sometimes more stressful than you realize you even signed up for. But the, but, um, one thing that's not, Overrated is just the the, the father child bond when it comes to sports. You don't have a boy, you know, so that that's you know your friggin' fault as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. But but um, our dad is a, cl- a classic. I mean, American dad with the love for baseball and all that. And when he was uh, when he turned seventy five, I did a video montage and it was mostly pictures of me. Uh, cause that's what I had, but like playing baseball and stuff, but it was, it, I just threw in like all these baseball clips, like Kirk Gibson's home run and like Bernie Carbo's home run in 75. Cause that's what I, I think of my dad telling me stories about baseball and, and like, it will always be like, you know, there was this one game that the Dodgers, you know, he's an old Dodgers fan. He told me the story about how, you know, Mickey Owen, uh, dropped the third strike and passed ball and the Dodgers lost, but then they came back the next year and won the world series. Do you remember that?
1: No. <laughs> that was awesome. I have no memory of my mother. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Well, there you go. Enjoy the All Star game tonight, people. Adam Yaz yes, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for, thanks for
1: having me. <laughs> um, no, uh, my final thought is. <laughs> Speaks for himself.
0: This <laughs> song. <after. laughs> this
1: is a song about my dad. Is it really, though? I don't
0: know. <laughs> you missed your own me. cue. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I, performing the song live. Yeah, it is about my, it is oh, about my dad. It, okay. I mean, it's about fatherhood, it's about it's about living up to expectations, it's about tr- trying to make somebody proud. It's all it's about all the the concepts of parenthood and 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 being a son and being a dad.
0: I'm glad you settled that mystery. The song is called Solomon again Adam sang it when he was with as a people and of course, that is our dad's name. But I never really asked you about that, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, that's. I just I like mean, the song. And and you know what? Just one yeah. final anecdote. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. One of the, one of the great moments in my life. My dad got to come to an As A People show, the band that sang that recorded this song, this song, and I was able to dedicate it to him at the club in front of you know fifty, sixty people or whatever. Oh, and I looked up to the balcony and I said, "Daddy, this is for you." Oh, and come on! He sang the song. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Are you
0: gonna make me cry? Thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. Thanks to our sponsor, United States Postal Service, USPS.com slash careers is where you should go. Go to pod617.com if you're interested in getting your own podcast. You could be the next big podcast star. Visit us in our Westwood studios. Not today, though. We're down the Cape. Are we going to the uh, the beach, Adam, or some, some such thing? We're going to a pond. We're going to go to the pond. We have we pool in a pond. The pond would be good for us. Thanks so much. On behalf of the great Adam Yes, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston, but if you're not from Boston... You must be the other guy. Enjoy the summer, everybody.
1: You must be the other guy. Those are not your feet.